Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you are looking to get married, you are engaged, newly married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have successfully navigated those winding roads over the past 18 plus years. Join us on this journey as we discuss real life experiences, both highs and lows, and what we have learned along the way. Happiness, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome to Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 14 of Destination Marriage. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jackie. And we are thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. We barely got here because Jackie just can't stop laughing at all my mess ups, (laughs) but we're here. So for today, it's back to school, or is it? We are currently in the middle of figuring out what this new school year is going to look like for our seventh grader, and the school has finally come down with, we are going to be doing virtual for the first nine weeks at least. At least. So we thought it'd be a great kind of timely discussion about mm-hmm. how we're going to manage this upcoming school year and yeah. all of the, the things we're learning and, and what our plans are as far as keeping things in, in order here. Right. I know we're not we're not alone in this either. I mean, there's so many conversations I've had with other moms about what they're choosing to do or maybe what was chosen for them. Like for us, the school district actually chose that everyone would be virtual for at least the first nine weeks. Yeah, after, um, after sending out a survey. Well, we <laughs> had a survey, uh, in quotations. I'm not really sure, you know, if that survey was... Um, just to kind of appease everybody, who knows? But they are going to go virtual at least for the first nine weeks. And, you know, there's no manual for this because it's brand new to all of us. And so in conversations that I've had, some moms are, you know, considering homeschooling. Some of them are obviously going to kind of go through the same um, situation that we're going through and trying to figure out the virtual learning. And then others are actually, you know, depending on the school, bringing students back, but with um, restrictions, of course, for social social distancing. So, you know, it's a, it's a really unique time. Um, but we thought it would be good just to share some of the things that we're going to be implementing for our middle schooler and, like we said, who's going virtual for the first nine weeks. Um, because it's situations like this where we need to think creatively and collaborate together, not only as husband and wife, um, but with other parents, other couples. Um, we all need to help each other out with ideas around how we can make some some lemonade out of these lemons of 2020. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, so we'll kind of give a quick background on our experience, which I'm, I'm, doesn't sound like, you know, in, like you said, in talking with other moms or hearing and reading, probably mm-hmm. not too dissimilar from what a lot of you guys have gone through in the past spring and then, you know, what you're going through now. Right. Um, you know, for us, they they shut everything down in very quick order, tried to, to set up zoom calls and everybody was you know supposed to do google classroom and and these types of things and mm-hmm. it, it was it was kind of mildly funny but also kind of chaotic at first it was complete chaos and it was actually quite you, it, was, well, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was it was funny so the real quick so the first zoom call that they did or the first google classrooms yeah these kids hadn't seen each other in in a couple weeks at that point mm-hmm. so and they've never been on a you know, a, a class, like a Google Classroom or right. any type of like virtual, you know, other than maybe FaceTime. Right. It was chaos. And the teacher had set it up so that every time whoever was speaking, that person's screen flashed, you know, so which they is, would pop up as the they would speaker. pop up, right, mm-hmm. which is fine in a professional business setting where it's, you know, people 
as adults, you tend to not talk over each other. Right. Instead, it was every kid, kid talking over yeah. each other and popping up, and then yeah. one kid had a look at my pet. Yeah, one look, kid's my like. Dog. Uh, I have a voice changer. Can I use my voice changer? And the teacher's like, no, no. Billy Bob or whatever his name was. You cannot. And then, of course, he used it anyways. All of a sudden, then, you hear a robotic voice coming through. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was, we laughed. And, um, you know, they got through it. And I think that there was uh, definitely a lot of learning lessons on their end and on our end. Mm-hmm. And that's what we really want to talk about now. Um, you know, so our school district had sent out an online survey asking us what our preferences were. Um, I, I, I'll give – I have to really be careful here because – I want to be critical, but that's not really beneficial. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, because if you really, honestly, I think these school districts have a lot of pressure on them. Mm-hmm. They are trying to appease everybody. It's a lot to manage. And there's there's no real good answer here right. because, it, you know, if you go one direction, there's going to be complaints. If you not go another direction, yeah, mm-hmm. there's really no way to, to make. So with that said, I'm still a little frustrated with some of this, but, you know, we are where we are. So our, our school district sent out a survey, pretty extensive, asked a lot of good questions, and then seemingly did whatever they wanted to do anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't I know like if it was... I feel like the choice had already been made, which yeah, is fine. I, I would rather just take yeah. this as we chose. But. Um, yeah, so the school had put out a few things that some people actually raised uh, some pretty legit ex- you know, objections to. It was one of the things that mm-hmm. they were concerned about. What's that? Was it was kind of buried in some of the... the you know, terms and conditions, if you will, mm-hmm. that they were looking at if a kid, if they did go back to school mm-hmm. and a kid tested positive, that they would notify the Department of Health to set up contact tracing, meaning they would go then find out who that kid's been around and right. potentially put adults at risk of losing their jobs if, you know, there was, so there was legitimate concern around some of these things. I, I completely yeah. understand that, but um, that's understandable. And that's overall, good. yeah, so we got, a, we got a note via email that they're going to go all virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, still that's waiting we're at. on some more details right now, but you know they yeah, confirmed that, absolutely. and they have also confirmed it will be a full day. Right? Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, I was going to talk about that kind of in the structure, which is actually helpful, right? Because right. that was one of the things we struggled with in the spring was that that structure. It was kind of hit or miss. When days were what? Some days were this 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 subject. The next day was this subject. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was definitely. Um, it was definitely uh, a struggle. So mm-hmm. so with that said, our goal is to kind of spend the rest of this time really talking about what we've learned and talking and researching and then what we plan to do for our son mm-hmm. as he heads into this spring. Yeah. And uh, let's go from there. Yeah. So one of the things that I know that um, I thought about just kind of, and we talked about it briefly, we both have used different forms of technology for work. And if you think about it, when we were in school, we didn't use you know, laptops or any type of video conferencing, Skype for business, Google Classroom, Zoom, whatever. You know, we had to learn all those things as an adult. These kids are actually getting a leg up on how to communicate. Not that it it did not obviously go seamlessly this last bout, but this is a really great way for them to learn firsthand how to communicate through technology. Mm -hmm. And also the other thing I was thinking about around that is self-discipline. You know, when your kid wakes up, they get on the bus or you take them to school, you know, that day, obviously, you know, once they get through that first week and they know their schedule, there's already a format of what their week's going to look like, you know, where they're at from, you know, 8 till noon, their lunch break, who they sit with, Mm -hmm. all those things. Very structured. Yeah. Kids thrive on structure. They need structure. Especially boys. 
definitely not a voice instruction. <laughs> no, that's actually no, it's a proven thing. Like it is. one of the most dangerous things for for teenage boys is idle time. Mm-hmm. I think for anybody, idle time can probably be I, a negative. Thing, yeah. You know? just, but, uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, for definitely boys. for teenage boys, it's 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 significantly more detrimental when there's idle time in their lives. Right. So, so self discipline. Self discipline. It'll it'll help them to learn self discipline. But as parents, you and I, I think we've already decided we really want to make sure that we are creating a structure that he's not necessarily going to have because, or naturally have that he would have if he were going to school to a classroom, you know, going to his locker and getting his books and going to the next class. We want to create that structure at home. So what is that going to look like now, at least for the first nine weeks? Right. What will that look like in our home? Yep. So I think we talked about you know creating a schedule, which we were going to do a printout. We created this really um, like a really large corkboard over an area that we're going to create as a workspace. I'm definitely going to share images on the Instagram, kind of a breakdown. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, I do share all of those things on the destination home tab. So I'm going to give a breakdown. I'll show before, so you can definitely see the chaos that it is now and how I'm going to break it down and also really for it to be cost effective because you know it's not we're not in a time right now where we're going to just blow all kinds of money on creating a workspace just for nine weeks so but we want to create a schedule and also you know create that space so they feel like they're physically going to class so I mean no jammies no sleeping in you're getting a shower you're getting dressed and you're going to school yeah just like you would if he was going to get getting on the bus he's up he showered, eats breakfast, mm-hmm. time for school. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. So I think that um, one of the, the key things, and a little bit it's TBD, but we did get a note from the school district that they're going to do a full seven-hour schedule. Mm-hmm. But obviously we're not going to send them to, to extracurricular stuff. Like there's not going to be PE. There yeah. might be. They tried to do PE last last spring, and it was like, oh, go out and run yeah. for 15 minutes and well, like make a note you, of it. Yeah, it was like, it just hey, wasn't, go do this. Yeah. But it wasn't interacting with other kids. No, and that's yeah. the, that's part of – that's what we're – the biggest concern I have in all of this is social development for him, yeah, right? Same. And so we'll talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit, some ideas. But, yeah, so they're going to have a full seven-hour schedule, which is good because that was one of the big struggles we had is in the spring was the amount of time that he had to commit to school. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of it. You know, Dylan's a pretty quick learner, so he would fly through some of the projects and things and be done right. in very short order. Um, and, and they weren't very structured. And I, I don't think they're going to admit it. But and I don't think that works for every student either. You right. Know, Dylan so what's that balance? Well, yeah. But, you know, that's probably detrimental to other kids, you yeah. know, not having that consistency. So I think that once we kind of determine, once they show us what the schedule looks like, mm-hmm. we'll be able to build that into our schedule. But I, I absolutely um, am happy that they are going to be very consistent. And, you know, the, the teachers are getting paid, whether they are physically teaching the students or not. So I think mm-hmm. it's in, it's, I'm going to be pretty persistent as needed mm-hmm. um, to make sure that they're, you know, following through on their end as far as the structure and the curriculum and right. and the class. They, they've had all summer to prepare and mm-hmm. utilize all the technologies out there. It should not be chaos. Right, and there's know. so many different forms of technology now to use to have that interaction yeah. with the students. But I agree, you know, we want to make sure that these students 
regardless of what the situation is, that they're not falling behind. I mean, middle school is laying the groundwork for those high school years. Yeah, it's foundational, really educational. Like, seventh yeah. grade, seventh and eighth grade. I mean, this is really going to tee up where he is when it comes to math, English, you know, yeah. AP classes, you name it. So let's talk a little bit more about the space that we're going to use. So we're... Um, Jackie mentioned before and after. So it's actually a place in our kitchen Mm -hmm. that is kind of off the side of the kitchen. It's kind of a, it's a built-in little desk area that ends up being like a (laughs) catch-all. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll get to that. So we'll throw it over on there. I told you I would share the pictures. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not too, too bad, but um, it certainly wasn't conducive for a a seventh grader to learn. So that's our Mm -hmm. space that we're going to kind of work on. Yeah. But the good thing is, you know, when you're looking at this space, um, it's definitely away from the distractions of like video games, Indeed. TV, you know, it's not near any of his, um, you know, anything that would be a toy for a kid. You know, I didn't want to have a space where they could be looking around the room like, oh, I'd rather be doing that. Um, so it is a designated space. So we're going to try to mandate a really strict schedule and then creating a space that, you know, like I said, is, is really for work. It's not for play. It's not for sleep. And I also want it to be a creative space. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but, you know, especially when you're younger, I don't think we really cared that much in high school, but let's say even middle school, when you walk into the school and you see, like, the fresh cork boards and they're decorated in the classrooms that were always really, like, you felt instantly excited to be in that classroom. It was engaging. Did you care? No, I didn't care, but I'm laughing because... <laughs> okay, well, I know I'm not alone. Somebody, please. <laughs> No, I, I understand what you mean. Like, there's something, there's a, it's an atmosphere that, that kind of helps to kind of facilitate the learning yeah. is really what it's all about, right? I and think so, so, you know, we let them, because it was kind of hit or miss with the, the Google Classrooms and stuff, a lot of times he did it on his bed, which was, he was mm-hmm. nice and comfortable, but I think it just, he kind of, in the spring at least, I, it, that's what we really wanted to get away from. Like you yeah. said, we're no, no distractions. His phone won't be by his side, so he can, you know, watch YouTube while he's learning. Like, everything's yeah. going to be very structured as if it was at his class. Right. No, it's going to be a designated workspace. So, you know, when I'm looking at the space right now, um, I want to make it inviting. So, you know, even though that's not something that maybe you're looking at, I know you're just so you do, more functionally. So we have an, <laughs> so we have, um, the desk, but they have different cabinets and drawers, and I want to make it very organized for him, but also kind of, you know, colorful as well. So everything organized as far as the pencils, the pens, everything he'll need. I want the cork board to have different things about also activities, things that he has to look forward to. And I think if we're having a seven-hour workday, a full workday, one of the things that I want to implement is I want there to be a break, you know, for yeah. lunchtime. Yep. And I want it to be a creative lunch, like a good lunchtime where he can do something that he enjoys, but I want him to have, because he's not going to have a lunch break with all of his friends. Yeah. Everybody looks forward to lunch, you know, when you're sitting and talking with your friends and catching up and, you know, just chatting about whatever middle schools chat about. He's not going to have that. So I want to make sure that, you know, he's having a great breakfast, having a good lunch, and also creating things on the corkboard that he has to look forward to. You know, there has to be some form of incentive because you don't have, he doesn't have band, he doesn't have PE, mm-hmm. there's not other sports right now with the school, right now. But, you know, nine weeks is a long time for kids. I mean, nine weeks is a long for me, but like, <laughs> for a kid that seems like ages, mm-hmm. right? So didn't, you had done a little kind of asking around and there were some suggestions about that, that like the Dollar Trees and places like that right now are just like right. loading up on, on supplies since so many schools are going virtual 
Yeah, so stores like Dollar Tree, for whatever reason, um, you know, Dollar Tree over the years, they'll have some school supplies, but it's never really a huge surplus. Or, you know, there's some items you're like, mm, you know. But this year, they obviously took note. They recognized that this is a huge need. A lot of people are having to go virtual or they're choosing to homeschool. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and the other thing is, of course, everyone right now is probably on a tighter budget, you mm-hmm. know. And so Dollar Tree, if you're looking for items right now, that's a great go-to. Like a lot of the little knickknacks and stickers. and Yes, yeah, little... stickers, calendars, um, you know, different things that kids would like to use, you know, fun erasers, markers, you know, all of the writing utensils. You can find any one of those. They probably have more for younger kids. So if you're, you know, if you have an elementary age student, you're probably going to find more at Dollar Tree. But I am going to use a lot of creative things either from Dollar Tree. I'm sure I'm going to implement some Amazon products, maybe some Target stuff. It's all going to be really affordable. Again, I'm not trying to break the bank on this creative workspace. Right. But I do want to have it really organized and I want him to feel like I want him to feel excited about his workspace. Yeah, and we're we're in a you know we're able to kind of designate an older laptop that's going to be the school laptop. Right. Period. Not, it doesn't no leave. Yeah, it, it doesn't nothing. leave the space there. He's not going to be taking it around. Maybe, you know, if he's got to write something, if he wants to go on the back porch or you know somewhere else to type, if he's got to write up an essay or whatever. But it's designated for that, so that it's you know that he has that mm-hmm. that commitment there. So. I think, you know, those are some great ideas around the, the space and, you know, setting it up and having those little things to kind of make it really inducive for good learning, you mm-hmm. know. Um, one of the other, the thing I'm most concerned about, I'll be honest. What's that? Is the other stuff. Is the extra, is the social, is the physical part of, of yeah. you know, being Not a seventh being grader. Not being able to get involved. Yeah. Right, you know, because daily but. PE is a real thing. It's an important thing for a seventh grade boy. Mm-hmm. And building those relationships, yeah. learning those social skills. Middle school, I feel like, is kind of it's already an awkward time yeah it's hard i, I was awkward but you, you were probably awkward aren't. i was i'm buck teeth like and curly cool. red hair no i was i was awkward. an athlete everybody wanted to be your friend. still awkward <laughs> <laughs> still awkward so there's a few things that we're kind of looking at a couple things i'm i'm pretty excited about um luckily i think some of his local friends the parents are pretty pretty laid back not laid back but mm-hmm. reasonable and they've been able to hang out this summer and, you know, spend the night and, you know, ride bikes. And there's nobody like, no, that kid needs to be in a bubble. But um, so hopefully we can continue a lot of that as the, the fall, you know, gets up and running here. Yeah, because activity or being active in general, I mean, obviously it's going to be really important for yeah. any kid. And we work from home, so we recognize we have an advantage there as far as being able to do some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, we're not coming down on anybody that, that you know, has work challenges or no being not able, at all Absolutely we're not. we just are we're just are trying to stay focused on that for him because it's easy to not focus on to lose sight right. of those things so some of the things that we've talked about are you know like going trail trail running or riding bikes mm-hmm. just, there's a couple of parks here locally and grabbing a couple of the kids and just going right there's staying a, active um, what's that ropes course there's a ropes course yeah like a ropes course far, down in virginia beach area yeah um, we but, also um a couple things that are not necessarily physical activities, mm-hmm. you know, because he is playing soccer and, you know, all those things. Luckily that they haven't shut all that stuff down. But two things that we're going to do with Dylan is um, first, we're going to sign him up for a coding class, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a almost like a like a uh, an ex- not really an extracurricular, but like a, a what's, what's it called? 
yeah. elective, uh, elective class. Yeah. An elective class. That we chose for him. That we chose for him. <laughs> One, because he just needs to learn the technology, get a leg up on that. And, yeah, I mean, and anything, I'm willing to pay a little bit to have a more structured class that has kind of benchmarks and tests and right. think there's all sorts of free coding classes online. But, you know, maybe if there's some that are that keep your progress and actually kind of challenge you versus mm-hmm. just learn as you go and kind of I think if you have know that you have tests coming, you tend to focus more. But right. um, and then like another one is like an emergency first aid course that yeah. I want to take with them. Just I think that would be great. Right. Just mm-hmm. that's great knowledge to have, period, is, you know, what do you do in an emergency situation? You know, I've been in some where I froze and like, you know, I didn't realize don't don't do that. What I need to say, <laughs> don't freeze. No, I mean there was a situation Step at work. One. Don't freeze. Know what you do, You're right? Not but anyone. you know what? In those situations, I mean, most of the time people don't know what to do. They freeze yeah. if they're not if they're not prepared for it. So, mm-hmm. I think it'd be really important for for him to learn that mm-hmm. those kind of things. Right? I agree. I'd, I agree. We'd love to hear feedback from you guys. Yeah, and like, I think also because we we are working from home, and some of you are also working from home. Um, Due to COVID, your company, and I know several companies right now that are keeping their employees um, remote. So, you know, sometimes there can be creative things that um, we can do as field trips. Um, you know, think about it. If your kid's not going to have a field trip to look forward mm-hmm. to, typically there's always a fall field trip. So I wanted to think of something cool that we could do around a field trip, you know, depending on where you live. Um, there's some really cool places that I thought maybe we could go for like apple picking or you know just there's historical places too that we could possibly not that he loves you know but I'm saying a field trip you know you can learn something good trip to Jamestown again yeah Yeah, there you go um so you know that's that's probably something that we'll look into as well um I do want to mention that in some of my conversations with other moms other parents um you know kudos to the moms that have chosen to go with the homeschooling route and um you know they've chosen that because of you know maybe their school district was having certain restrictions with the social distancing that they thought might be challenging for their elementary school student um or you know maybe there were some other challenges around um you know transportation i mean there's so many different things right now people having to work from home and so i know moms that have decided to go the homeschooling route that's not really what we're we're not going with the homeschooling but um, I do have some resources that were shared with me that I would love to share on the Destination Marriage Instagram. So definitely go there and I'll share those links. I'll definitely give a shout out to the mom that had shared that with me so maybe you can connect with her. Um, but like I said earlier, this is really going to be a time for us to together, not only as husband and wife, but along with other parents, kind of collaborate and be creative mm-hmm. um, because this is, and who knows, you know, this may, may go further on than nine weeks. Yeah, because if you know what they're predicting happens in the fall when we get the normal flu season kind of ramps up and we could get a, a resurgence of this mm-hmm. a more aggressive resurgence yeah if if our governor is any any history you know yeah if, for us for us it'll us, it'll end up being I, a complete lockdown yeah but, I feel uh, that's probably what will happen here so yeah but either way um you know there's going to be changes whether your students returning to school if you're homeschooling or if you are going through virtual learning. Um, We just really thought it would be a great time to talk about it because we've just been having these conversations over the last week and we recognize we made some mistakes and we don't want to repeat that. We want to make sure that our child, just like you do, you want to make sure your your child gets the best education possible. And I think, you know, as we are all doing, all kind of in this together, maybe take some cues from 
the homeschooling community. They've done a fantastic job over the last few years of really, you know, advancing mm-hmm. that that whole kind of method for for, yeah, for that teaching world has kids. Changed it's mm-hmm. because I mean so they've utilized technology to build kind of networks and people and groups. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe take that cue and look look on Facebook groups things if you're struggling with with what to do with your kids in your local community look online there's so many resources there's so many things that um, a lot of good co-op groups yeah they co-op, co-op yeah co-ops. so that you know mm-hmm. maybe it's not the homeschool yeah. direct avenue right because it's right. virtual learning or whatever but you know I think that there's there's take advantage of the resources that are there and do some searching because yeah. and also you know for emotional support, not just for ideas, and mm-hmm. because this is tough. Yeah, and or maybe create your own Facebook group in yeah. your local area. If there's not one, your child is virtual learning, where you can get together with other moms to, you know, maybe have, you know, a pizza night or yeah. you know, go on a field trip together. A coronavirus and, party. I mean, I don't know how to call it a coronavirus <laughs> party, but you get you get you know they could do a movie night or whatever you're comfortable with. Go to the park, um, do a PE class. Yeah. You know, it may take, you know, just someone being the first person to speak up and say, hey, you know, let's, why don't we put something together? Maybe that there? gives some some parent some relief, you know, if you pick up their kid and take them for a few hours mm-hmm. and vice versa, right? Because yeah. if, if there's scheduling conflicts and they, they get called into work or, you know, right. have other little ones, you know, because it's probably a little harder for the little ones. At least our, our guy's seventh grade, he's he's a little more self-sufficient. Yeah, you don't have so. Littles, that's definitely a whole other Yeah, so that's a whole different animal, right? But um, anyhow, we'd love to get your feedback, like Jackie said, on on our Destination Marriage Instagram page is where we'll post a lot of this information and some of the resources that we found, um, some pics and some ideas in our soon-to-be-completed workspace for our seventh grader. Yeah, it's going to take me a couple of weeks, but I'll share the pictures as we go along from start to finish. I will definitely share the before. It's not terrible, but it's it's not it's not really a good workspace right now. <laughs> well, listen. Best of luck to everybody as you as you kind of trudge through these un, unknown waters mm-hmm. here that we're all kind of uh, swimming through uncharted waters, right? <laughs> um, there's a lot of resources out there. Hopefully, we can provide some of them, and hopefully, we can be some some value to you guys. But uh, you know, we'll all get through this. Yeah, we'll all it look has back helped everybody. This. You know, who has. You know, had to make this decision whether it's the homeschooling, the virtual learning, you know, returning their child to school. I mean, this is definitely not an easy task. So, we uh, we definitely want everyone to succeed. Your student, every family, husband and wife. We don't want this to cause any 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 level of stress that's unneeded. So, hopefully, we can help each other out. But thanks again for listening, and be sure to tune in um, to our next episode. Absolutely. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen on Podbean, iTunes, or Spotify, and hit subscribe. Also, visit us at DestinationMarriagePodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at Destination underscore Marriage, and be sure to tune in to our next episode.